Count my cards, my money's short. Welcome everybody to Two and a Half Athletes. My name is Rick with my co-hosts, Tony and David, and with our special guest again, Ed. Fellas, it's been a long while. Everybody's been asking, hey, what's going on? I just keep telling them, yeah, we're re- rebranding, all right? You know, a lot of people have things going on. The yeah, we went, <laughs> we went through a corporate shift. <laughs> Tony was actually Tony was actually telling them that everyone to trust the process. That's what I heard you kept telling people. But and just so everyone knows, Sonny, Sonny didn't get fired. He's not arrested or anything. He just couldn't make it tonight. And we don't know. We don't know why, but yeah. he's not here. We took a month off to go bail Sonny out of jail. <laughs> I actually he hasn't been texting as much in the group. So I actually did get like a little worried today, uh, thinking about him. Is Sonny doing dry uh, November? No. Sonny, Sonny still goes on those long weekends where they're just benders and, and we won't hear from him. And then he'll text us Tuesday morning. Like about nothing like ever happened. What happened. Yeah, like what happened during the weekend during sports. It's like, dude, we debrief like yeah. <laughs> during the games. I mean, we're getting t- like towards the end, guys. Week 10 of the NFL. I mean, Eagles still 8-0. Probably going to be 9-0 after Monday night when they face the Washington Commanders who are looking to be sold. I was going to ask you guys, who who are the teams? And we'll stop when we get to a point. Who are the teams that can win the Super Bowl? I think there's two. Just two? After, after, oh, just no, 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 no. I'm NFC? sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I think there's three that could win, or that I think they're going to win. I think there's three, and I, I think it just shifted last weekend. I think a team jumped in there and one team dropped. Can I uh, guess your three? Yeah, go ahead. Eagles, Ravens, Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. The Bills drop. I think. I think Allen's. I've had that injury. I think he's. I think he's in a lot of trouble. I think they're in a lot of trouble. And I feel like we've. I mean, not just us. Everyone says it. Like they're way too Josh Allen dependent. Like they're something's going to happen and they're going to regret it. Um, but I think. I think that injury is going to be a lot worse than what they're leading on, and they're they're being so vague. I think he's I think they're in a, a lot of trouble. And the Roquan Smith, I knew that was a good deal, but I didn't once I saw it, I know the Saints aren't that good. They only play Andy Dalton. That defense is so good now. Like imagine having Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith run your defense and they signed him right away. So there's that they are totally avoiding like any drama that they could possibly face like down the road. Uh but it, yep. their defense is insane. Dave, do you agree with the Bears getting rid of their guys? I mean, they, they got rid of their guys. They got rid of Roquan and um, who was the DMV? Uh, I, I, Robert um, Quinn. Jesus. Robert Quinn, yeah, Robert yeah Robert but Quinn. they also they also traded for Claypool. So do you agree with what the Bears are doing right now? So I heard someone I, – I heard someone explain it. Like the Roquan Smith, apparently like, – I don't, I don't know why, but apparently they weren't going to sign him anyway, so they got a second-round pick. And apparently the Claypool move was – apparently this is supposed to be, like, a test for Justin Fields because apparently they don't think they've, like, adequately, like, sufficiently gave him enough yet. I mean, I – this is supposed to be, like, his 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 test. Yeah. I, I think he needed more talent. We talked about the receiving core earlier this season, how bad they were. I think to get him, like, a, a mid-level talent guy will only help him grow. And I think getting rid of their assets that they had on defense, try to build for the future, kind of makes sense. Yeah, like that defense is not going to compete this year or next year, so might as well get some capital back. 
I agree. And also Fields is balling and it's been yeah. awesome. And he and I've been saying all year, like he's trying to beat the stigma. And like Lamar's trying to do it this year too, of like a running QB. And they're trying to like say like you they open up their passing game by utilizing the run. And and that's what Justin Fields has been doing last year. I mean, he broke the record for rushing yards by QB last game. So like he needs to start doing that. Uh he needs to like leave his ego as the door as Jake Maddock used to say and, and use his legs that'll open up the passing game he's been crazy efficient like the last three weeks too they also switched up the play calling a little bit a lot of his um throws especially on like long second down or third down were all in the pocket and now they're all yep. out of the pocket so that if there's nothing open he can just pick it up and run for five yeah it's kind of crazy they're like three and six but their losses like it's like the perfect situation when you have a young quarterback like that. It's where you want to be in like close games and you want your quarterback, you want to see him like grow, but you also want to lose those games because you want to have a good pick. So it's been yeah. like a perfect storm for the bears recently. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, good for, good for Justin Fields. What other teams do you, you know, you're putting in that super bowl. I know you, Dave only said three, but like Tony and Ed, are, are there any other teams where you're looking and you're saying like, for example, this team is four and four. San Fran. San Fran. I just looked at their schedule. They maybe have two, maybe three more hard games left, and the rest they're gonna win. They I I just think there's gonna be another team out of the NFC that becomes a contender in the next three, four weeks here. And I don't know if it's gonna be Dallas, San Fran, or if like Minnesota just stays on the gas. Or Tampa you, you Bay. Know, I don't see correct. it in Tampa Bay. I, I, think, don't, I really don't I think Tampa. If, if the Eagles don't win it, I think Tampa is going to win the NFC. And they're going to be – so I saw Nick Wright. I, I actually just saw TikTok. Oh, here we go. He, he was on – he was – they're going to win that division. They have so much wiggle room to figure out shit the rest of the year. Yeah. They're going to end up winning that division at like 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight they will most likely host a quarterback like Daniel Jones. So you're telling me Daniel Jones is going to go down to Tampa and beat Tom Brady? I don't like I just I can't see that happening. Yeah. And then and then what's gonna happen is the Bucks are gonna win and you know who they would play, the second seed, they go play Kirk Cousins. And I can't see Kirk Cousins beating Tom Brady either. And and the Bucks defense is starting to look really good too. So like they're actually gonna like the roadmap for the Bucks the rest of the year, like winning that division and the quarterbacks that they're gonna have to face is gonna be an absolute softball. Yeah, And you know what the Eagles – the Eagles could obviously go undefeated, get the bye week, and just lay an egg because they haven't really – they might not have to be in, like, any, like, tense games all year. Uh, so they might get put into a situation like the Ravens when they're 14-2 and, and crap the bed. Yeah, so you're, you're – I mean, projection is, hey, Eagles, you get that that bye. I mean, still, there's – the Vikings are 7-1 and one, and both the Cowboys and Giants are 6-2 and two in the division. And we've only played the Cowboys right. once, but say you know Eagles get that first round by, you're probably getting a combination of the other NFC East team and maybe Niners Seahawks, one of those two, right? So I mean, it's a good predicament to be in uh, if you get that spot. At what point do we say the Seahawks are real? They're they're real now. That, I, divi- yeah. that division that division is loaded. The, I mean. I know you guys are big college guys. I think this is the worst NFL year ever, and it sucks yeah. that the Eagles are good. I mean, the talent is just not even close. Yep. Like the Eagles have a tough stretch of December. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they but do. 
I really think both number one seeds are going to blow it and they'll make it to the championship just the way the playoffs works. And then I could see it being like a Niners Titans Super Bowl. It's going to be some, or even the dot, like when, when we last talked about the Dolphins and Jets trying to make the playoffs and being dominant. I mean, the NFL is just the talent is, it's bad and this year. I, I've been <laughs> saying that too. The, the, the NFL, I feel like, has put out a bad product, but like QB play has been really down this year. That's kind of why I can see the Ravens like, a one-off year where it's like oh their defense won them the super bowl like a defensive team winning like pretty much w- like the broncos back when they had peyton manning like willing their team to the super bowl and i think that could be the ravens yeah, yeah have a game where lamar throws for like 120 yards rushes for like right. 60 now the, pr- the problem is playoff lamar man you just go back to what was it 2019 when they tennessee. played the tight or yeah tennessee go look up that tape yeah you keep lamar in the box if Mark Andrews is banged up or contain him, I, I, the Ravens don't scare me. Their defense is great; they'll keep me in games. But I mean, they're—I I, don't—I don't see it. They don't have that weapon. I don't know. If they had AJ Brown, like somebody you know, to pull you know to keep the other safety over top, the, I just—they don't scare me at all. Yeah, the, their receivers are bad, but I, I don't know the way they're running the ball too. And I know they did the same thing in twenty nineteen. But it's just like I feel like they're like Greg Roman's learning from his mistakes. Lamar's learning from his mistakes. Like it's gonna. I feel like this is the year it could come to fruition. Yeah, and they'll get Dobbins back in a few weeks here as well to help with that running game. I think he's out of the equation. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Completely. I, I, yeah, I think and, Kenyon Drake's doing a nice job to be honest. And, yeah, I, is. and, and my man Gus Edwards. I like Gus, Gus Edwards. Yeah, I feel like, and that's that's like the the thing that we talked about, Tony. Like. The lightning and thunder, right yeah. there, like Kenyon yep. Drake, and then also Gus Edwards, and then obviously to top it off, you have Lamar. You know, Mister Sweet Feet Lamar. Is, is that his name? No, nah, I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> That's his new nickname. <laughs> is is there a chance? So now with the NFL playoffs, right? You had each divisional team, and you get two wild cards in, correct? No, you get seven three. teams. Three teams. Three. Yeah. Three. yeah. So there's a chance that the AFC East could have three teams, maybe four, in the playoffs. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you could have four teams in, from a division make the playoffs, yes. Because right now, I think if the season were to end today, you'd have the Titans in, Ravens in, Chiefs in, then you'd have Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and then I don't know who has a tiebreaker between the Pats and the Bengals, but the Chargers have one less game. So, so it'd be right now it'd be Chargers then Pats. Yeah. So Pats Pats are one off. Yep. Chargers or losers. I, yeah, Chargers. It's it's time the Chargers turned up, or they need to fraud that whole team. That division was a letdown this year, to be honest. Oh yeah, it was. I it was mean, supposed to be one of the best. Yeah, we talked we talked about that right in the beginning of the year. Yeah, the AFC West really you know, that stacked. Like, what are mm-hmm. what are we missing? You know, big things in the Raiders. You know, they just stunk it up. Josh McDaniel, he's not but the I don't guy. Understand. They've been like running the ball pretty well. It's just like they don't know how to figure out ways to close out games. They have had three games where they've been up 17 or I think 17 or more points mm-hmm. uh, in the third and, and they lost. And they just put Waller on the IR today. Waller and uh, Hunter Ruffer. What a mess. Yeah. Yeah, they're terrible. You gotta- you got to give – you can't cut McDaniels yet. You got to give him another year. Yeah. It's just like – look at all the draft picks they've released. You know what I mean? Who did they just – the safety they released? You know, Abram Johnson. Why, why couldn't did stand do, him why on hard do knocks, that? but it's the Raiders. Yeah. I did not – I didn't see a reason why they cut him. Uh, because it, it the fifth year – it was something about his fifth year. And 
I guess it probably a cap reason to be honest. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't starting anyway. What Look he at, wasn't playing? He wasn't starting. No, he got he wasn't starting. He was on special teams. Um can you guys name the top ten NFL defenses opponents per game? Opponents what? So yeah, yards, points. Points per game. You start at the top. You obviously have the Bills at yeah. fourteen point eight. Can you name the rest of the other nine? What they they allow the most? No, the, the least. The Cowboys? Uh, Eagles, yeah, the Eagles are in there. Eagles and Cowboys. That's two. Ravens? No. Oh no, they, they had some high scoring games early on. Yeah. Um but I don't want to say the Jets. Lions, but I feel like that'd be weird. Jets no, are definitely in there. not the Lions. The Lions Jets is a good one. I would say the Patriots are in there. They are. Um the we Tennessee Titans to- Titans gotta be in there. Tennessee is 10. We talked about yep. – I brought up San Fran earlier. San Fran's in there. Uh, so Vikings? Have, no. Oh, what about what about uh, the the Giants? There, they, Yep, that's it. You have – Seattle? No. Two more. One team that you talked about earlier, um, saying their defense is starting to shape up, Tampa oh. Bay. And oh, okay. Uh, and then throw the Saints in there too. No, this one's a flyer that you're not going to get. Uh, Rams? No. Jags? Nope. Give you one more Cardinals. guess. No, not Cardinals. Bears? Denver, Denver is number oh, two. I, oh, yeah. Oh, they're, fuck, they're I was going to say that. Yeah, Denver's their defense has been good. Number two, 16.5 points per game given up. Ah. And they're three and five? And they're three and five. Dude, we let's go back to that whole how we were talking about uh, like – Seattle. Not, well, Ed, do you want to touch on this? <laughs> so this is your guy. Who? Russell Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I've had some bad takes this year with the Raiders, but nothing has been better than my take on Russell Wilson. Yeah, we'll have to cut that in. I think we had Jan before the season. You said yeah, he was, was a, a selfish prick. Exactly. Russell Wilson <laughs> is selfish. He's an <laughs> asshole. And he wanted to go to a market where he can control everything. This, the Broncos are not going to be good. Russell Wilson is all about himself. That's why this let's ride. Everyone, I've been saying it for years, Russell Wilson is an I guy, not a team guy. So he's in a perfect situation where he can do whatever he wants. He can control his team. And I, I wouldn't be afraid of him. I, I really wouldn't. I think they're going to be the, in that division. Because still what, we have to talk about the Chargers and the Chiefs. Like, I think the Broncos are fourth, in my opinion. I, I remember reading stories. He had three lockers. Like he doesn't care about the team. And like Seattle, kudos to them. Like I hope they go out and win the whole thing. You know, it's kind of like that's, it's like the Nationals. You know, kind of when we got Harper. I know it's a different story, but like they went out and won it all without their main guy. Like I think it's gonna be great if Seattle. Granted, if the Eagles aren't in it, I'm rooting for them. Pete Carroll, dude. like come on, they're just a you know they got rid of all what and, the Legion of Boom and everything. And what is he – what is Russell Wilson honestly doing? Like, when you go through a breakup, a divorce, when, like, these high-profile – like, you have a high-profile coach or, like, when Kobe and Shaq, you know, you always want to win the, the breakup or the, the divorce. And I feel like the Seahawks, like, they've been taking subtle jabs. And actually, it's gotten to the point where it's not so subtle anymore at Russell Wilson. Like, he has ignited a fire in that locker room. And I think he's also ignited a fire in Pete Carroll where he's coaching better. And he's just like off in La La Land making like subway TikToks, and he's like not trying to win like the like he's not even like concerned about it. 
They were all yeah, afraid of him. A... He ruined he 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 ruined the culture there big time. And people didn't see it. Um, you know, you even saw in the Super Bowl when he wanted to throw the ball. It was all him. But the media, they he got to hide stuff from the media probably. And I, I think it was a toxic, toxic, toxic place. And good for them. Good for Geno Smith, you know. Uh, they got that underdog story, but you know, everyone's heard, you know, we bet or talk about Seattle and they thought, oh, it's Russell Wilson, but there's a lot of other Tyler Lockett is probably to me, I would take a top five receiver. Oh yeah. He's, he's so underrated. He's, you know, but you didn't hear about him because you know, it was all, it was Russell's team. Yeah. You know, Um, from what I read the B reporters in Seattle, like after the first like two, three weeks, um, they all said the locker room, there's like a deep exhale. Like everyone was kind of on edge when Russ was in the locker room just for, like his character and his attitude and everything. And he just didn't gel well with anybody. It was all about himself, like you're saying. And like, once he left, everyone was like able to be free and be buddies and do what they want. Like not do what they want, but just be more of a team. And uh, when Ross signed with the Broncos, he went to the Nuggets game, like one of his first days in Denver. And they like rolled out the red carpet for him. And the beat reporters were saying like, it was one of the weirdest things they've ever seen. They saw Von Miller sit courtside. They see Peyton Manning come to the games all the time. They said the treatment that Russ was requesting was stuff they've never seen. So he just, his ego is crazy. And also, like, what, back back to Gino, like, what he's doing, I don't, like, can you name a quarterback that has, like, sucked for, like, seven years, eight years? And I, I honestly didn't even know he was still in the league. And now he is, like, t- I mean, I'm not going to call him a top five quarterback, but like statistically, he is a top five quarterback. And he, everyone's like, oh, well, oh, this is going to stop soon. This, he's, he is like moving out of the pocket, throwing dimes. Like he looks like, if I were to just see Geno Smith this year, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's probably been doing it for his whole career. Yeah. He's I probably mean, it's insane guy. what he's doing. Yeah. The only guy I can think of really, Dave, is Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Uh, Fitzmagic, like, yeah. Like not great, and then like had this crazy run uh, before yeah. he got hurt. That's also, I thought a, ah. I thought a Keenum Keenum had like that two good year stretch. I don't think he was ever bad. It's just it, it's the problem with the NFL, and I remember hearing a story. It's like the the dream of the NFL now is get the quarterback, put him in year one. Like you got the NFL from college, and depending on where you're coming from, is so fast. Like you know, I think they what. The Chiefs didn't they sit Mahomes for a year and he was behind Alex Smith like yep. Yep. just to garage like even with Wentz in the beginning like they sat like you just to throw the guy out there like I think the Niners are going to get lucky having Jimmy G but throwing Trey Lance out there this year like I don't even think he's ready like I, I'm going to be excited next year for the Packers to roll out Jordan Love like if I think that do, dude oh I, I think you roll him out there he's young like he's been sitting there. Uh, I At this point, Gino needed, but the Jets just threw him. Didn't he got drafted by the Jets? The Jets threw him out there, yeah. And like you throw him in these crappy organizations that need a quarterback, like Fields. Like he was just thrown out in the wolves, and then it was good that they kind of rotated him in. Uh, Nagy did a nice job. It's like you have to give them time to develop um, to what they're going against. Since you brought up like Jimmy G and Trey Lance, can I can I throw my conspiracy hat? Possibly. Uh, Rick, make sure you catch this. And I, I like firmly believe this. I'm not a big conspiracy guy, um, but Tom Brady's going to be the starting quarterback for the Niners next year. Like I firmly believe that. I'll be, I mean, I'll be shocked if he's not. I think it's either Brady or Rogers. 
And and tell me tell me how that doesn't make sense either. Like both sides. So the Bucks are gonna have they're gonna have to go in a different direction after this year. And Brady's a free agent, right? Um, any single. But they don't have to single. draft picks. And his family's getting a lot older. He's gonna want to be around his family. Sign and trade, they get the Bucks get their future quarterback with Trey Lance, and then the Niners get their guy with Tom Brady. And he plays there for two years. And why and and I think he's over the whole like Bucks organization because like the Bucks organization isn't very Tom Brady. Like you, there's not much structure going on down there. You can tell, and like the coaching staff, I think's very subpar. Even oh, yeah. though a lot he, of people like well, he reorganized everything this offseason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he needs a structured organization like the Niners. Yeah, like John Shanahan. Lynch, like Shanahan. Lynch. That is that is perfect for him, and he finishes there. And he goes out and he's he's with his family who's a lot older and obviously you know he's I mean a family oriented guy despite him and Giselle getting divorced but that's here can we there. talk so. about Tom Brady being on he's starting to creep up on the Russell Wilson platform like I've never been a Tom Brady fan he is the best but like the, just gotta hang it up man like just watch him throw it out there I'm waiting for them to have the ambulance come out and check him <laughs> out because he just he's slowly. He's ruining what he's doing this year, and if he keeps playing, he's just ruining his, his legacy. His legacy, like, hey man, you were the goat. Just get in the booth or, or take a year off. There's too much of you, and I, I just feel like he's a person. Just he needs the attention. He, he just can't give up that, and it's just it's bad, man. And he's making it's, the Bucks bad. Like I it? think you put the uh, they have the the kid from Florida as a backup. Like it's it just so obvious how slow and old he is but no, i think they're going to get on a little bit of a roll here i don't hold on rick real quick he kind of he kind of needs to, he might be playing for a lot longer than what he was anticipating because uh he's got the tv deal coming up yep no and also he had a lot of his wealth tied up in ftx <laughs> just <laughs> like apparently all of his uh all of his investments are supposedly gone now so uh he might be playing for a lot longer than what he was currently anticipating I was just going to say to Ed's point with like Tom Brady, you know, you would think Rob Gronkowski, like conversations and rumors would start to pile in now, but I think Rob really thought that Tom was done. I think so too. Yeah. I think, I think Gronk was done and Gronk was like, dude, I think this is, this is great. You know, it stinks. We didn't, he should have retired the year after the Super Bowl. He won it, but you know, he, he, he wanted, he was making that documentary with ESPN and he was trying to set it up because he wanted I feel like in New England, they kind of hit him there. It's a different culture, like where you're not like the superstar, like LeBron. LeBron goes to LA. You know what I mean? He's with the super, like Mookie Betts. They go to LA where they're in the spotlight all the time, all the time. You go to New England, it's kind of a different story. And now he's down in Tampa. And like, if you go look at their schedule, they got what? The Seahawks, the Browns, the Saints. They got to go to San Fran. They got to play the Bengals and they got to play the Cardinals. Off like, schedule. Yeah, but how many of those games do they have to win? Three? That, do they though? The Falcons keep winning. They're the Falcons losing. Are losing. losing tonight. Yeah, losing right now. Are they still losing? Yeah, twenty-two nine. Yeah, that's basically ball game because Mariota has a hundred. I don't even think he has a hundred yards throwing right now. 97. Ninety-seven yards throwing with nine minutes left. Ed brought up T- Tyler Lockett, and I was just curious. Can you guys name the top six uh, players in the NFL with the most receptions? Receptions. Cooper well, Cup. That's one. Jefferson. Cooper Cup probably has like 3,000. Je- Jefferson's two. <laughs> uh, A.J. Brown? No. No. Fuck. 
Think possession receiver. Um, Cup's not one, FYI. Uh, Diggs. Oh, what a, Diggs is, t- is three. What about uh, Devontae Adams? Because he had a huge week one. No. Wow. Kelsey? Kelsey is number six. Waddle? No, but Tyreek. Tyreek. And then there's one more. Tyreek's number one at 76 receptions. There's one more player. Is it Lockett that you just mentioned? No, it's uh, think outside the box here. Give us a AFC or NFC? Um, AFC West. Judy? No. I said I said Kelsey. Juju? Nope. Outside the box. So it's like a running back, right? Eckler. Eckler. Yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. Dude, no, he gets Eckler's number Eckler. four in the NFL with 60 receptions. That's he's crazy. One of my favorite players, dude. He's so good. Crazy. Dude, he was on um he what pod he was on Russillo's podcast, I think it was, and it was awesome. Yeah, he's he's so like he's D2 kid, farm kid from like yeah. just the middle of he had no intentions of going to the NFL. And he runs hard but, as hell. Yeah. Yeah, his mentality is insane. Dude, he's, he's got like a military mentality. I'm pretty sure he has he has 10 touchdowns in the last five games. Yeah. And he had 20 last year, or maybe 22. Yeah, it's gonna be a good, a good second half of the year going yeah. into the playoffs as well. But at the end of the day, we're gonna debate all this and the Chiefs are just gonna win it. Yeah. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. I, I do think defense looks be, pretty good, honestly. Yeah, I, think. I do think we could be set up for an Andy Eagles Super Bowl. That'd be sweet. God, I hope not. That'd be Same. terrible. I hope not either. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. You know, it's going to be living the dream. Is it doesn't matter who's in it, it's Sonny. Like that's going to be the best week of his life. You got waste management right down the street, starting on Wednesday, and yeah. then you end with the Super Bowl, and that, like, I mean, that's going to be a heck of a time to be out there. Like but, Arizona is um, going to be awesome. Is waste management the same time? Same, same weekend. Yep, same weekend. Same yep. Waste management I, always ends like two hours before the Super Bowl, like pregame show starts. And like, I takes thought you that changed because uh, now nah, it's the, the same new wild card. Nah, it's, no. they're the, it's the same. It's literally, um, I think because waste management, didn't they push it back too? I think last year it was, last yeah. year it was a week after. Yeah. No, it was the waste management ended on the Super Bowl because I remember oh, Scotty, Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler won it because I remember. No, it, did, it wasn't. It was the weekend before. I remember. I remember. I know Scotty two Scheffler, years what, ago. What, what all I know is Scotty Scheffler won the tournament the weekend of the Super Bowl. So whatever his first tournament win was, because in literally a five minute span, I hit for like fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> I had I remember, Scotty winning. Yeah. What did he? What was Scotty Scheffler's first win? I remember and we had. We had Odell. Yeah, you're right. Because yep. then we had Odell first touchdown, and we had his receptions. Yeah, so February. Yeah, yeah. So it is. No, we had uh, his. We had his yards. His yards was like it was the. Was it the? Uh, I gotta look this up. No, we. I. Oh yeah, we did have the yards, and he just got it. Yeah, before he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it is February twelfth this year, and the uh, waste management is the seventh through thirteenth. Also, speaking of Odell, any any predictions? Cowboys. I fear that. I don't know if he's even going to play, man. Uh, I, I was listening to. Why don't he keep waiting? Like, well, it's, so that, that's what I thought as well. I was listening to who the hell was I listening to? I can't remember. Somebody, some football guy. But he <laughs> said, "Whoever plans on signing Odell, why don't they sign him right now? 
let him just keep rehabbing for two, three weeks. Let the team doctors take care of him. Let him train with the team, get some camaraderie with the locker room, and then set him out there when he's ready. Yeah. I mean, he only played five, like the last five weeks with the Rams. Mm-hmm. What, what's Bitcoin looking about, like these days? Not, not good. Great. He better sign him now. So yeah. But here's my thing. Is he gonna you think do you think the next team he signs with it'll be a multi-year deal or just be a ended like one this year? year this year will season. be rest of the season, then next year will be a free agent, I think. I think he needs that. I think he needs to secure something. I think he's what gonna is, has to get like a guaranteed signing bonus or a guaranteed contract. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna give him more than one year coming off an injury. How awesome would it be if he went back to the Giants? I think I just, that would, would be an actual possible landing spot after. I think, like, I think that's a. I think that's a crazy. Like I don't see why the Cowboys need him. I mean, I they have they have Dak, so they don't really need much more. They just like flashy um, toys down there. I guess so. And Davis better in Texas, but yeah, the Giants. You you had Odell in there with Barkley, and I mean, why not? But if I'm Odell, I'm waiting. Yeah, wait too. I'm coming to the Eagles. Why, though? I don't to hide there. Like, I think the Rams was great last year because then they lose Robert Wood. Like, he went on in that yeah, offense. Woods. And, and, I mean, talk about a guy that just fell off. But now he's the Titans and he looks – They don't throw the ball. Yeah, but he's never open. It's... What? What? What's the Eagles – what's their loan need, you think? The Eagles? O-line yeah. depth. Yeah, O-line and D-line depth. I think that's really my concern right now. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it all year. When the Eagles, like one of when their starting linemen gets hurt or goes out for a play or gets concussed, like the offense just drops off a little bit, and that's not going to be yeah. good in the playoffs. And like it's, when it's, Sweat it's, when Sweat went down, right, like they had the, you know, boost, booster up. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Trying to bolt up or boost up that defensive line to get Robert Quinn. Yeah. Right, like if another one of those guys goes down, you're like in the same exact scenario. Um, and I know you brought up Robert Quinn earlier, and I know the the video of him walking into Lincoln uh, or Novacare the first time. The guy could barely walk. I thought it was hilarious. He looks like a homeless guy. Yeah, he looks like the guy that greeted Machado at the uh, at Sisters <laughs> Bay Park when he did his free agent. The union where like, he had a couple of sodas in the parking lot, and then he's like, "Yeah, let me go out there and play." Or like the guy in Invincible that wore the cape. Ready for his tryout. That's yeah, that was, like, that, that's a, our Tony Luke. Wasn't it Tony Luke? That was, yeah, it was Tony Luke. Yeah, it looks Who's like Tony Luke just had it. Yeah, well. Vince Papali, man. Guy stunk. <laughs> Inspirational story, man. I, I I hear you, but he had one block punt. Who's, who's better, him or Rudy? Oh, 100% Papali. Like Rudy. And he's a nice, he's a nice guy, too. Yeah, Papali's a nice guy. For the time oh, it was, God. too, it's a cool story, you know. Like, I wonder what, like, Dick Vermeil actually thought about this guy, you know? Like, they're be- – and the crazy thing is now, they're best friends. Like, <laughs> I know Dave knows Vinny, but, like, I when I was at Delaware and Vinny Papali was there, like, you, you look at the 50-yard line, it's the president of Delaware, Mr. Papali, and Dick Vermeil every home game. No I'm way. Sure Dick Vermeil is just at these games. I mean, I, I think we went eight games in a row where he was at the game. It was what's, wild. Like, what's his uh, correlation with uh, Delaware, Dick Vermeil? Uh, Vince Papali's son played at Delaware. His kid, Vinny Papali Jr. Gotcha. So, but yeah, Dick Vermeil was at a bunch of the Delaware games. It was pretty. But and the funny thing is, most people didn't even really know who he was. So, hmm. all right, we got into we got into a lot about the NFL, but let's get into our favorite segment, fraud and crown of the week. We'll start with fraud first. 
Uh, Tony, let's go to you. Who's your fraud of the week? All right, fraud, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to keep it with one. Um, Crown, I have a few more. But fraud, it's got to be men's warehouse. It just has to be. Um, I'm going to go chronological order here. We were at the casino a couple weeks ago at Buddy's bachelor party. There's not one dude who works at the casino whose suit fits them. Those things, those guys are swimming in these suits. <laughs> they, I don't know where they're getting these things, but they are covering their hands, covering their shoes, and they're just waltzing around there running the casino. And you know where they're getting it. They're getting them into warehouse because they're, they're probably the best deals. And then I went there maybe a couple weeks ago to get fitted for our buddy's wedding. My dude measures me, gives me all the sizes, and then gives me like some clothes to try on. I try them on. He's like, nice, looks good. So we'll get you in these sizes. I just started laughing at him. Not one article of clothing that he fit me, that he gave me, fit me. <laughs> Pants, vest, shirt, jacket, nothing fit me. He's like, good, looks good. We'll get you set. Everything was way too big. So I think these casino dealers are just going there, buying shit off the racket and just going to uh, just going to work from there. Dude, nothing is – when you're in a wedding getting – like trying to get the correct measurements and fitted for a suit, it has to be like some of the worst anxiety I've ever had in my entire life. It's there, terrible. It is, and everything's just like so adjustable now. It's it, Everything just fits weird yeah, in terms of like renting a suit. Tony, black talk. it's Great. so funny that you brought that up because I we're in the same wedding and I went and I – the guy's measuring me. Yeah. And I can tell he's not paying attention while measuring. So he does my neck. I said, what'd you get for the neck? And he said, you got 17 and a half. I said, there's no way it's 17 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm like a 16. And a half, 16. He's like, oh, let me do it again. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, honestly, I want you to do it all over again. Yeah. I, yeah. I said that straight up to him. I'm, like, I'm not coming back here on the day, the weekend before the wedding. And you're telling, and I try this on and I look like, like the guys at the casino you're talking about. And also, I mean, also, we I get in there and he's like, hey, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm here to get fitted for a wedding. He's like, all right, film this form out and I film the form out and come back when you're ready. The form is like 30 questions, like my name, <laughs> who the groom is, like the group number, this and that. And I get up to him and I'm like, I don't know what the group number is. He's like, can't help you unless you have the group number. I was like, can't you just find it by the groom's last name? Yeah. Like, no, man, we're too busy. I'm like, so I had to call the groom. He doesn't answer. I'm just sitting there waiting in the corner until he calls me back. <laughs> then they bang you for 300 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they bang you, actually. <laughs> I was in a wedding once we did men's warehouse, and that's where I swore. I was like, I'm not. I, the blacktux.com, man. I've done it, black talks before. Um, <laughs> our buddy Tom, who Sonny references a lot, he lives out in Scottsdale. And the wedding was here in Philly. So Tom shipped everything to me and he said, try it on. Like we're basically the same size. Try it on. If it doesn't fit, let me know. And I'll pay for the shipping and send it back. They sent Tom the total opposites of what I had. They sent him like a size eight shoe and extra large pants and a small <laughs> vest. So like not one thing fit me. And that came the day before the wedding. So we were panicking a little bit, but well, I touched the quality strange. was good. Yeah, 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 it's not too far. I had uh, they messed up my. I had like a rip. My pants were ripped and like a jacket. And they overnighted me. I tried it on on Tuesday, and they, I had it in my hands on Wednesday. Yeah, so, yeah, they were pretty good service was, and they're they're affordable. Mm-hmm. At least you're not getting like ripped off. Men's Warehouse, outside of the rentals, I do like them though. The one location that I go to in Ardmore, I think they have the best deals on suits if you can get a deal, and they also include tailoring and 
you become part of like a loyalty program either way i I agree though tony like definitely on the fraud list dave who's your fraud of the week my fraud uh first gen gen z and millennials having technology skills equivalent to like boomers uh so twitter switched over where you can just like all these people are purchasing the eight dollars like verification check mark and like ed for example sent us uh like he he sent us a uh a tweet the other day saying he was like yeah you guys didn't realize carlos carlos correa signed a nine-year deal with the twins he was like turn off cnn for once this happened hours ago i click on the tweet i like just people aren't even doing like the slightest bit of like due diligence this dude had 10 followers it was like one of these these fraudulent accounts that are just like fucking with everyone it's like dude some of these people are like there was tweets the other day and now people are making like fake woge accounts and fake adam Schefter accounts and it was like within like 20 minutes of each other a fake adam Schefter account came out and said that um oh well i forget the adam Schefter tweet but then the other one was was uh lebron and adrian wojanowski announcing that he was lebron's requesting a trade and everyone was freaking out it's like dude if you and and you can only do the actual name. The Twitter handle uh, can't be like the actual like Adrian Adrian Woj. Like it's just like Woj ESPN. And the way like these twi- like their actual handles and like their ads are so off. It's hilarious that like people are falling for this. Yeah, it's, Megs, it's just Megs it's has been insanity. getting duped all week. Dave, you, you do know that that fake Woj account saying like LeBron's getting traded is actually LeBron James lying again. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> he was gonna be one of my frauds too. I was gonna, I was gonna give him a shout out for how much he lies. I don't think you can put him in the fraud category. I think you have to put him in the crown category. I, I was gonna it. say, I start to respect his lies at this point. I think it's fun. I think he's like fucking with people at this point now. Like he knows what's going on. Oh yeah, like, he he knows what he's doing. It's like yeah, he he's definitely trolling everyone. I'm I'm really convinced about that. And then second fraud. The Philadelphia 76ers. What a terrible organization. I like, <laughs> I'm like openly like cheering against them this year because oh, man, I, after, good. after the opening night, and this was their first two games were like during this whole uh, Sixers or um, sorry, Phillies run. And like they just came out and couldn't even play in front of their home crowd. They haven't made a conference final since 01. And they want us, they wanted us like kiss their feet for making the Eastern Conference semifinal. I'm done with them. Yeah. All right, Ed, who's your fraud of the week? Uh, my fraud of the week is going to hit a little home here. I, I think uh, I think it's got to be this podcast. <laughs> I think you three and uh, Sonny, we can put them in there, are frauds. That The last episode was October 6th. You guys didn't record a podcast the entire Phillies run. Like, it hasn't happened since 2009, <laughs> and you guys just didn't decide to hop on, press the record button, recap Harper's home run, the comeback St. Louis. No, so you're going to talk about the Sixers being bad or this. It's you guys. Like, <laughs> October 6th, you're talking about Birkenstocks, and you had an amazing Phillies run going to the World Series, and you guys trying to be a podcast. That's pathetic. Come on, man. The World Series, it's been over a month, and now we're talking. You're just grabbing all the Sixers. So you guys are the frauds, man. That's the only reason I hopped on here. Man, us listeners are struggling out here. We're depressed. Greasing up poles, and guess where two and a half po- athletes are? Not talking about Philly sports. 
uh, hanging out with Mangano. I don't know what whatever you guys been doing. Well, you guys got to figure it out. Cause it's we got the Eagles undefeated. I don't know if they're going to play off run. You guys disappear for two months, but <laughs> dude, don't do it again, man. You let us down big time. So big fraud. This podcast. Hopefully, you guys figure it out. Look yourself in the mirror. Corporate shift. Corporate shift. Sunny, and and again to reiterate, Sunny Sunny did not get fired. You just can't <laughs> locate him. <laughs> There's a big difference. It is funny that Ed brought that up because I. <laughs> I think we brought thought it like texted in the group about that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, like Philly's on a run and we should probably record podcasts and like we're watching the game. And then it's like late. Like, it yeah. was it was hard because like I know for me personally, I, we were like I, I was like trying to close out an audit. So it was like really time <laughs> consuming for me. But um and then like we we're the games were so late too. So you were just like stuck in this wall where it was like an awkward time to record. Do you feel some sort of like relief that it's all over? No, I'm depressed. Yeah. Also, Ed and I, I don't know if people know this, but Ed and I, uh, we're at game five for the Bryce Harper home run. We're also, <clears throat> Ed, you can touch on this. Ed was also at game three. Okay. Right? For the then, World Ed, Series game three? Yes. Yep. Where they hit all the home runs. And yeah. Ed was also at the NFC Championship. And Ed ranked those three from uh, like loudest to least loud. There, I, I, it's funny. Someone actually asked a couple of my customers asked me that they're Philly fans, and I can't rank. I, like the NFC Championship is is something you know. It's it was a different a different feel. We're going to the, the Super Bowl. Uh, probably has, it has to be number one. Uh, the other two are just two A, two B. Two A is probably the Harper home run. I mean that place was. For me, emotionally, um, it was a great week betting. I, I you know, I mean, we, we have to give credit to the Philadelphia Union too. First of all, that was an awesome. <laughs> you guys yep. even mentioned the Union in this podcast. God, we're not on Philly crowns yet, dude. Oh. But anyway, yeah. uh, I was having a nice week betting, and uh, you know, we got to go to the game thanks to Dave. And you know, of course, we had a couple adult sodas in the parking lot, and he's like, "You should just put it all on the Phillies." So um, that was probably the biggest bet I've ever made. And it was, I mean, I, we weren't standing for the Harper home run. I'm like, it's not going to happen. So that was two uh, world series. I want to put it up there. It was great. Um, I mean, the place, I mean, I had to sit down because it was shaking. Like, it was louder than the NLCS. Um, it was literally shaking. It was a cool um, experiment or uh, environment, but it was really cool too for the world series is, and the Phillies were smart they had two beer vendors at every entrance of the sections Smart. because there was no lines because people were not getting out of their seats. Um, it, it was, it was awesome. It's, I think I can't put it up there because how the, it finished out. But uh, I mean, the world series was, it was, yeah, the place was literally shaking. It was, it was insane. Uh, it was yeah. a fun ride, you know, let's, you know, I think hopefully get that bank um, filled up next year. For not just the playoffs, for you know, I mean, I'm looking at season tickets like partial, uh, just to guarantee I can get to playoff games because it was it was awesome. Because of that run, Ed, everyone's doing exactly what you're yep. doing, right? They're looking into the partial season yep. tickets. They're trying to get the Sunday plan, the 17 game plan. So as long like as you get the 17 game plan, you get one game per series. So that's how right. I got to go to the World Series. My buddy has a 17 game plan, so he got, actually got the pick, and he, you know, he got. I mean, they sat in the same seats for every game three he didn't see a loss it was pretty impressive and for what he paid for his you know i mean for every game was probably it was less than a world series ticket 
I mean, it was there were a hundred dollars for the first two rounds, and it was three hundred just to go to the World Series or oh, wow. two hundred, two thirty uh, to go was the base or the, I guess Philly's price. With the uh, seventeen game plan, do you get to pick what games you go to throughout the regular season? There, uh, so what he does is there's a weekend one, there's a midday one, like a, I guess midweek, and then there's just Sundays, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Um, but it, listen, he he, we were in three thirty one row one. He pays four hundred dollars for seventeen games for set for for one seat, so it's not, it's not terrible. No, it's, it's not, not terrible if you can find two buddies to do it. Like it's it's pretty. It's listen, you got four more years of this, and then you can get rid of them, in my opinion. And, and MLB baseball, they could be on the hot seat too because it's going to be interesting. You know, I think we're what ninety three days from pitchers and catchers reporting. Yeah, yeah, free agency then, already started today. Yeah, so it's it's crazy, and then the other crazy thing is, is all people are gonna forget all these new rules. There's no more shift. There's bigger bases. There's a pitch clock. Like oh, it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be interesting to see how GMs go about it. You know, because analytics is probably gonna play a big part now in a different aspect, but way different aspect. I mean, I can't believe the MLB did that because like they want to have shorter games, so you get rid of the shift, which will be more base hits and longer innings. So. So it's funny, uh, like they, and I don't know. Dave and I worked for a minor league program, and they, everything they've done, they do, they tested the year before. It's in the minor. Yeah. So like when the guy went on second, we've seen it sometimes. Talking to the guy that we used to work for, it it doesn't really it doesn't really seem faster. He's like the bases are nicer. He's like, but you don't really. Yeah. What he said, he didn't really notice the shift. Uh, the the big thing he noticed was is they brought they're bringing second in, a little bit. So they're actually bringing second base in, hopefully is what they did down the minors. So huh. they brought that in the cutoff, I guess, with the – they want to increase the steals, he thinks. But, yeah, they brought second base in down at the minors. Interesting. So it's also interesting that the minors, all those guys are going turf. So it's going to be interesting to see how guys, you know, transfer from – if they're playing on turf, then getting called up. Yeah. So Turf, outfield or infield as well? Everything except oh, uh, the mount. Yeah. Uh, so the league they're in – so they, they're in the same league as the Eastern Shore Phillies. And there's, I think there's 19 teams. Yeah, there's nine and nine. And there's only four teams with tur- with real grass. So, wow. um, yeah, it's, so we'll see. But yeah, it was, it was a lot. Did you guys get to go down to any of the games or no? No. I did not either. We, uh, we also were in Austin for a uh, bachelor party last weekend. Heck yeah. How that awesome was, was that? Amazing. Awesome. Did you, yeah. did you, did you go down the river? We yep. did. Yeah, how awesome! How awesome was that? It, it was, was awesome. We were the only boat yeah. on the water. Oh, you didn't do the real. Oh, yeah, we did. I'm talking about no. Did you go on? No, the go down the river is you go on a tube. There's no boat. Oh, oh we didn't no. do that. No, we were on a. Oh, we were on a that's pontoon. like the history. Oh, no, no, no. So you got it's just south of Austin. It's literally a lazy river. It's like four and a half hours. It's twenty bucks. You get on a tube and you just float the whole. You can float down the whole thing all day. If it's really sweet. It's, it's pretty sweet. I mean, it's all, and you go through like different like uh, jungles and stuff. Uh, we did a bachelor party down there, and somebody recommended it. It was we went down for the F one race, and a bunch of F one race or drivers did it. It's really cool. Highly recommend Austin to anybody. Oh it yeah, amazing. Did you guys fly in Austin? Yeah, yeah. we flew. We actually, yes, we. I flew out of Newark into Austin, okay. and then yeah. coming home, we took. Uh, we ate, we found a cheap flight out of Allegiant, and Allegiant has like their own little terminal. Yeah, and it yeah. was an absolute nightmare. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they flew into Dulles. Yeah, we flew into DC and then flew, uh, drove back up. What's that? Then they had that Main Street, all the house bars they just built. Rainy Street. Yeah. But they knocked so we, they knocked a lot of them down because they're putting apartments. 
Oh, are there really? Yeah, like the container bar is no longer there. And then there's a few other. I, I was down there like five or six years ago, and a lot of the what's, bars aren't there anymore. What's the cool, cool pickle bar? There's a cool pickle bar that's off the main drag, like that main highway. Look it up. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Cool it was really Austin's just a great town. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, it was awesome to be down there because the Eagles were playing. We got there Thursday. Eagles were playing Thursday night in Houston, and okay. at the same time, the Phillies were playing as well. So it was it was fun to be down there for the games, and um, it was also great to get some delicious barbecue down there. Uh, the barbecue is. Yeah, yeah. I'll be same. very quick with my fraud, Nick Saban. I mean, you can't at the beginning of the year say, "Hey." No, we last year was a rebuilding year. Looking this year, you have Bryce Young, who was the Heisman the year before. Horrible. You cannot, cannot be out of the college football playoff talking scenario right now. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. So, so my my thing is, yes, they lost the two games by on the last play of the game, but the old Alabama blows these teams out. Like I don't want to, I don't want to hear that they lost the game on the last play of the game or that LSU went for two and they got in overtime. The old Alabama blows these teams out. Blows them out. And if we're being honest, Quinn Ewers does not get hurt in that game against Alabama. They probably lose at Texas. Yep. So there's a chance they could have had three losses in the year. Nick Saban looks like an idiot. He, you know, a report just came out today. Uh, They had a press conference. Nick Saban said, you know, this season is on me. I mean, like, yeah, no crap, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know who else you have to blame, but yourself. But don't you think college football like loves this? No, this is oh, the definitely. Best thing yeah. to happen. Is, yeah. I would say for years, this is like perfect. Like if if the playoff doesn't have Bama or or Tennessee or Georgia in it, like and they're oh, you're man. sticking, everyone's gonna hate. They're not gonna watch it, and the, it's I, they got to add more teams. This is the perfect year. Then you're not worrying about like that. These games that they're having against LSU and Bama, like they're hyping it up early. They could get so many more people watching it later in the year. Yeah, it just you know, I, I don't know. I'm excited. I want that. I'm not a big college football guy. I want them expanded. Like that's why everyone loves March Madness. You know, it yeah. just add the teams in. So what? Quick one. You think Prime goes to Auburn or what? Um, I I do. Yeah, I do yeah, I do. I, do. Man, I think he either uh, goes to Auburn or like somewhere else down south that opens up. I I think it's a perfect opportunity for him. It really is. It really is. It, the question is like, would they hire him? Do they want him? Yeah, it's just going to – yeah, I, I think so. Why not? You know? Um, yeah. Our, our buddy Tommy, uh, a buddy of mine down here, he went to Auburn, and he, he every day he's checking Coach Prime's flight track. He's been tracking <laughs> yeah. for, like, the last month. He's, like, he's in Auburn. I'm like, yeah, he's on a recruitment night. We're getting Coach Prime. So, it's it would be good for Auburn because Auburn, I mean, they could be on the hot seat. You know what I mean? They're paying $37 million for two coaches that they, they yeah. aren't even there. Yeah. So, I think so I, it would awesome. be good for – he's done great at the HBCU and, and working with some of those schools. There are my accounts, so I'm excited. I hope he goes there. I think it'd be awesome to see him against Saban. Yeah, it would. All right. Let's get into crown of the week. Uh, I'll start it off real fast, just run through. I have three of them. Like we just said, we were down in Austin. Shout out to Terry Black's Barbecue. Unbelievable. Melt in your mouth barbecue. The second one I have is Oscar and Emmy winning show. Yellowstone is coming back this Sunday. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Season five. We got We got Beth, John. Rip, everyone's back. I wish Not my, Jimmy. I wish my boy Jimmy was back. Yep. And then uh, third and final one, college basketball is back. I mean, this is my type of time of year, man, where I just, you know, can just put on any random game. I was watching Creighton play uh, somebody today. I think they look really good. 
next thing you know, it's gonna be March Madness. So yeah, just just getting it out there. You know, if you can support the local teams, you know, try to watch St. Joe's, LaSalle, Villanova, the power, the Big Five. Uh, things should be good. I'll be at uh, I'll be at Penn versus Towson, uh, at the Cluster <laughs> on Sunday with Uncle Larry. There you go. Watches all the modern. So Rick, if Towson you can do got some, a big uh, win the night against UMass. Yeah, Rick, if you can do some uh some scouting so I can bet the game. I'd appreciate that because you are you are over one on the year. Uh, I don't I don't believe so. Um, Rick, what do you think about this kid from uh from Davidson, who's just lighting it up? I mean Davidson, you're gonna get the same story every year. Tony Foster lawyer, he's averaging yeah. 34 a game right now. Yeah, I mean they played one game, so they played two. Yeah, but one is an exhibition. The one the one game was actually uh. A pretty good game. They went to overtime, I believe. Yes, they did. At Wright um, State. Yeah, exactly. Wright State, really good team. But here's the thing, Tony, with Davidson, they have that guy every single year who shoots ton of threes. They spread the four. They shoot threes. They spread the four. They shoot threes. I don't. I didn't see his numbers, but I I wouldn't be concerned yet. The only thing I'm concerned about is St. Joe's. They open up their season with Houston tomorrow. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's dog. That is not a good opener, yeah. man. Like, top three team in the nation, they're gonna dog you. So, all right, Ed, let's go to your crown of the week. All right, I got uh, I got two of them. I'm gonna start with my first one. It's gonna be Dave Dombrowski. He's signing Trey Turner tomorrow. It's it's happening. Lock him in. Trey Turner's looking at houses tonight. He's gonna get this lineup where we need it to be. And, and Look, I, we, if they win the World Series, great. But, like, let's just get playoff baseball back to being here every year and being dominant. So, he's he's the first one. And uh, probably be the second one. You got to give it to Bryce Harper. Hell of a – you know, both the Philly guys just – you know. I mean, what – us we haven't had this kind of superstar in the city. And what he's done has been insane. So, you, since you guys have a podcast for a month, I'll put him as the ultimate crown for October um, because, you know, it was – the last month was awesome. I was watching side note was in when it all started, I was in Ireland watching the first game. They some guys put it on from Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, got the bartender, put it on in Ireland. And then every night we got to watch, you know, being five hours ahead uh the game. So it was it was awesome to come That's home. Sweet. So, yeah, it was definitely a good time. Yeah. I mean my my crown was gonna piggyback off that. My crown was just gonna be the Phillies. Um like Philadelphia baseball being back you could like the people it was the city it, it was such a remarkable turnout too because they kind of like backed themselves into the playoffs like they didn't really deserve it and it was more so just like a month and and they like they ended the season the regular season on a 10 game road trip and even those the last two series at home even like fan appreciation day because like the Eagles were playing they were, they were terrible turnouts. So, like, they went on a 10-game road stand. And then they had to do a two-game series against – or, well, a three-game series, but they won in two games against the Cardinals. And the first two games were on the road against the Braves. So, like, you didn't know what you were going to expect. They were gone for almost, like, half a month, maybe three weeks. And that first game back at the ALDS, uh, that was game Reese at the Grand Slam, was unbelievable. And – People think this is – I remember last year people thought we were ridiculous because, like, Philly sports fans are so crazy that they were saying they bullied um, Nick Sirianni into running the ball, which I, I still genuinely believe, like, that's not why he did it. But us being so vocal about it, I do think 
played like a one percent chance. Yeah, yeah. The, and I don't care because not many fan bases are doing that. People are like Ed said this earlier. I'm fully convinced we're gonna get Rodon, and we're gonna get either Trey Turner or one of the like people want to play here now after that atmosphere. Like when when Barstool, which is a pride primarily Boston-based, like, social media account is crazy and talking about how crazy the bank is. Like, that's how you know, and they hate Philly. That's how you know it was absolutely nuts. Like, the Philly fan base got such love uh, for what they turned the bank into for that for that month-long run. It was insane. Yeah. Um, so, I'm crowning us. I, I like that. I agree. Couldn't agree more with you, Dave. Tony, who's your crown of the week? All right, Ed. In defense to us having our little uh, month-long hiatus, corporate reshift, as I'm going to call it, our buddy Ricky here flew across the pond and got engaged. So I want to give him a quick shout-out. He's he's the crown. Thank you. That's awesome. Way to go, Rick. Where did you do that, Rick? Ed, I was just like you watching the Phillies in Portugal at 1 a.m. in the morning, uh, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. That's all. Yeah, my that's our next. My wife's family's from Portugal. Like no way. From from Portugal, so that's like the next. Hopefully, the next trip we oh, can do. But her dude. grandmother's straight off the boat, Portugal. That's awesome. Congrats, Definitely. Man. Thank you. Definitely fly out of JFK. Flights were like 400 bucks round trip. We. I'll tell you one thing, Ireland. If you boys just needed an easy getaway, I mean, yeah. we flew out of Philly round trip and it was less than it was like seven ninety for both of us. Yeah. So yeah, Dublin, round trip and, ain't bad. yeah. It's, and then we went. We skipped over to London too. So that was how was also, London? Uh, it's like walking down in Philly. Yeah, I heard that. Just be careful. Well, just people are just rude. But I'll say <clears> this though. Good, so we got to watch the Eagles game. They played the Cardinals. Right? Was that Sunday night? Yeah, yeah. So it was a four uh, o'clock. No, that was four yeah, it was four o'clock. So there, Cardinals. Five. Everything was five hours. So they actually have three bars out there uh, by a guy who's a big Philly fan. They're called Passionk Ave. <laughs> oh, cool. It was nine thirty, and I didn't think we. I said, let's go watch the Eagles game. Nobody's going to be there. We couldn't even get in to the first. Oh my two. god! So we had to go to the third Wait. one, and the guy was like, "Sorry, man. Like, it, there's three Passionk bars." He was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, people will leave." He's like, "No," and I mean, in London. <laughs> and it was it was impressive. So luckily we stood it. He's like, you stay at the bar, but you can't get a table, can't get a seat. And I mean, those people were there till the end of the game. And think about it, it was twelve o'clock at night on a Sunday, and Liverpool was playing um, Arsenal. Yeah. So like London, it was the yeah the, the Jets. It was the Giants, Packers, Arsenal, Liverpool, and then people went to this bar for the Eagles. It was, it was insane. insane. Also, Ed Ed was at the game, the London game. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, we were at which one? The Giants, uh, where they came back. Giants Packers. Giants. Yeah, Giants Packers. Sorry, yeah. yeah that one so. was not. That one was at not at Wembley, right? No, there's only Tottenham. one at Wembley. So Tottenham, they're trying to. They're making a big push to try to get uh, what's it called their own team over there to have more games. So it's cool. It's in the middle of a neighborhood that looks like it would be in Harry Potter. Like remember in Harry Potter when they went down to the yeah Quidditch Field. It, yeah. it looked just the, like that. How was the stadium itself? <clears throat> I mean. I, it was funny because as Americans, we knew the security policy with the bags. Like I'm assuming you guys yeah. have gone with your girlfriends to the games. You're like, no, 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 you're not bringing a bag in anymore. And I mean, people were just throwing out coach bags. I mean, bags, they had a trash bag, a trash can, just a bag. So, but the stadium oh was $6 pints, six. That's awesome. 
I was buying four at a time. And That's there was awesome. this guy's fan. He was like, buy me a beer. I'm like, all right. Bought him a beer. He was shocked because I had an Eagles hoodie on. I'm like, yeah, man, we're not all assholes. But Ed, that's funny yeah. that you said that about the pints of beer for like six bucks. I went to a game in Portugal. It was Benfica versus Juventus. They don't even sell beer in the stadium. The fans are too rowdy. Really? Yep. They're, the guy next to us, he was drinking wine. Like, <laughs> and we're in the nosebleeds. I was like, you're drinking. And he was with the bar. We sat next to, like, I got tickets to work. And he was with the barber of the Giants. And then these are drinking wine. And the guy cuts hair for the Giants. I'm like, this is uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, okay. And it's spilling all over. But, yeah, pints of beer. I mean, can you tip in Portugal? You are can, you, but it's frowned upon. That say, I mean, that was in Ireland. It's the very frowned upon that's crazy uh, to me it's it's yeah. insane you look at your bill and you're like i just had like six beers and it was 30 dollars like okay <laughs> yeah I, um but yeah the stadium i definitely recommend if you guys want like i wouldn't go over for an eagles game because i feel like it would just i would have too much into it and the fans aren't i don't know you get that soccer fan atmosphere i feel like yeah but apparently london is home their home team is the packers from the fans we met so like that was that's why it was it was a lot of packers fans but it was wild texting people, and it's nine thirty here, and it was two o'clock in the afternoon there. So that's it was so cool. sick, Tony. Yeah. Who, One, who else is on your fraud list? Uh, my other crown. You mentioned uh, Yellowstone. Uh, it's probably my favorite show. I wouldn't just say on TV, but I just rewatched season four this week, and I I just think it's my favorite show. It's so fucking good. Like, there's like some little stuff I forgot about in season four that it, I'm just hyped for Sunday. I just need to find a. Um, a nice six pack of yellow jackets somewhere so I could sip on during the premiere Sunday night. It's <laughs> a nice Coors banquet. Yep. Yep. Ed, do you watch that show, Yellowstone? Now, everyone talks about it. It's I so got, good. There's so many things to watch, but there, what is that's it on? the problem. It's on uh, Peacock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have to watch it. Yeah. Everyone keeps telling me about it. Have you guys watched The Crown? No. I've not, no. I've heard great things actually about that show. It's all, though. It's all, did you watch The Wire? Yes. So the guy, uh, what's his name? McNulty is now in this this new season of The Crown, <laughs> and he's he's Prince, uh, or whatever his name, Prince or King Charles. So no that was <laughs> also wild. So we went to the London game. You'll like this one. We go to the London game, and they do the national anthem first, and then they do their national anthem, and we're singing, we're having a good time, and I'm like, oh, "All hail the Queen!" And every, and I was like, everyone like looked at me because it's all hail the King now. Oh, it's wow. I was like. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like so embarrassing. I was like, oh, okay, this but American, yeah. this Yankee. Yeah. Oh, they they hate. They don't like us over there. Really? <laughs> well, they just don't. They don't like. You can't. You're not going to strike up a conversation. Like their tr- public transportation is amazing. Like yeah. it's by far the best. And you would ask, like, hey, ask somebody for some help. Nah, they don't want to help you. They'll yeah. Keep on walking. So. Yeah. Rick, were you nervous flying that ring across the pond or what? Well, yeah, funny story. My bag actually got uh, checked at uh, – my bag got checked at the airport, the one that had the ring in it. And the reason why is because I saw this TikTok online that uh, you should bring a ramen in your bag for the plane if you don't like the food. So they just pour hot water in it. They took the ramen out of my bag. They thought I was smuggling drugs out of the country or something like that. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're tough. Rick, your tummy was probably fucking tossing and turning, dude. Tossing and turning, yeah. yeah. Luckily, uh, her bag got uh, stopped too, and they brought it to another area, so that was nice. And you know, Rick's bringing the spicy ramen on the plane too. Oh, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. How long is that flight? 
<laughs> the flight was uh six and a half hours. I mean, like Tony said, I'm bringing the spicy thing. I'm trying to get my stomach like messed up immediately <laughs> on the plane. Um, but everything was so cheap in Portugal. It's kind of like Did you makes you think sa- about the world. Did you get the fried sausage? The sausage, the, the fire sausage? No. So I'll have to – so there's a really authentic Portugal place off the boulevard. Right okay. before you get to the uh, – I'll have to get you the name. We went, we went there for Easter one year. It's the most authentic thing they said to get to Portugal. It's wow. amazing. That sounds yeah. amazing. It, you got to get – I don't I have to ask my wife what's up. I ask her. There's this, like, sausage they bring out, and it's on fire. It's phenomenal. Oh, I wow. forget what it's called. You got to get it. It's, like, the best thing. But there's one in Philly, whatever part of Pennsylvania that is, off the boulevard. Like, right before you're heading towards the Philly Zoo. That's all I can remember. It's off the boulevard. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What town is what town is your uh, wife's family from? I have her grandmother. I have no clue. Her last sister yeah. just passed like right before right before we started dating. So they haven't been back. I think. In a while. Like, yeah, but yeah, she's she's from there. So and then she met some guy from Delco and married him, gas station guy. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. And what is it? Uh, what's the other thing she eats? Well, I'm trying to think of the other stuff like on Easter she makes. So. Is it yeah. the uh, pasta pastels? Yeah, yeah, pastels. Yeah, yeah. They're the uh, egg, uh, like bread delicacy, yeah. I'd say, or something of, of the sorts. I had one, but I was like, yeah, they're they're okay. But all the seafood was like so cheap; it was insane. All right, anything else, fellas? You want a good food show, boys? Check out Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. <laughs> Is that Phil Margera? Phil from he created <laughs> oh my god the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond oh okay he actually he's gone to Austin my wife and I took two of two two of his episodes and followed everywhere like it went to the place he went he's spot on so he just went to Croatia man if you the Croatia is beautiful that's where I'm going on my honeymoon so check it out man he he literally went down the whole coast and it was I will yeah I'm gonna be starting to look for stuff to do out there. Yeah, check him out. He's really good. He's on Netflix for about 35 minutes. So Hell he yeah. just had Pee Wee Herman on too. To tell a joke. <laughs> Pee Wee Hernia. Herman, sorry. Pee Wee Herman and uh... <laughs> Phil Margera. <laughs> Phil Margera. Go check out somebody feed Phil, man. I will. I will. I'll fall asleep to it tonight. There's been five, there's five seasons. He's been oh, everywhere. Great. He was oh, just great. at Austin too this year and Philadelphia. All right. This is a great show to watch. I'm yeah. gonna put it on tonight, just like Tony. Uh, we touched on a lot of things. The NFL, we talk, touched on uh, Fraud and Crown of the Week. It was a long episode, but it was a much-needed episode. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Take it easy. Getting rich off of the pride Dirty mud from crooked rain Wrapped up tight in cellophane Cheating death, life is a game Don't look up when I hear my name I won't lose a dime this long Oh, got me gambling all night I'll take your money if it's right Getting rich off of the price
Fight, but I count my 